This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, December 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. No shutdown. Trump meets on biofuel policy. Cotton, dairy issues, hanging. Bayer opens up research data. Core promises. A government shutdown appears to be off the table for now. The House is set to vote today on a continuing resolution that will keep the government funded until December 22nd, and it looks likely there will be another stopgap funding bill to keep the government running into January. The CR that's currently funding the government expires tomorrow when lawmakers have yet to even agree on the top-line spending levels for the government, much less the budget details. Leaders from both parties will be at the White House today for a meeting to discuss the budget. Oil state senators meet with POTUS. President Trump also will be meeting today with 11 oil state senators to discuss their demands for relief to refiners on biofuel usage credits or RINs. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue also will be in the meeting along with EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt. Pruitt will be taking a break from testifying before the House Energy and Commerce Committee in order to attend the late morning White House meeting, according to a source. Allies of the refiners have limited expectations. The best the senators may get is a commitment from Trump to address the issue. Will that be enough to get Senator Ted Cruz to release his hold on USDA nominee Bill Northey? Well, stay tuned. As we reported yesterday, Cruz said that he needs a solution to the problem before he allows a vote on Northey. Disaster aid, budget deal, not imminent. The chairman of the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, Robert Adderholt, tells AgriPulse that the lack of a budget deal means he hasn't been able to begin negotiations on key spending details for USDA and FDA. Among the issues up in the air are provisions in the Senate's USDA spending bill that would authorize new assistance for cotton and dairy producers. Those provisions, should they become law, would relieve some of the budget pressure facing lawmakers as they prepare to write a new farm bill next year. The chairman of the Senate and House Agriculture Committees both are eager to see the provisions included in a budget deal. But Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts, Kansas Republican, says that will require unified support that he hasn't seen yet from cotton and dairy producers. Roberts, it's not screaming and yelling. Roberts has sent a sharply worded message to President Trump on NAFTA in the form of an op-ed in The Hill. Roberts noted in the piece yesterday that he's been calling on farm groups to be unified and urging the White House not to give away any of agriculture's benefits in the NAFTA talks. While this unified message has been characterized by some of the administration as screaming and yelling, to me it's evidence of the serious and real consequences for farmers, ranchers, and American consumers should NAFTA talks collapse or negotiators forget the benefits of this decades-old trading. U.S. dairy leaders take pro-NAFTA message to D.C., Robert's message comes as executives of major dairy processors are turning up the heat on the Trump administration to successfully renegotiate NAFTA and start negotiating a new free trade agreement. The CEOs of California Dairies, Dairy Gold, and Hillmar Cheese met with White House officials as well as members of Congress this week to stress that the entire U.S. dairy sector would suffer substantial losses if Trump were to withdraw the U.S. from NAFTA. Pulling back the curtain on crop protection products. 
Most people don't understand that about 1,200 registration studies are required before a new active ingredient can be considered for use on crops. Part of the problem is that the research is kept confidential to protect intellectual property. But today, Bayer is launching a new transparency website that the company says will enable much greater access to the scientific data needed for the evaluation of plant protection products. The company aims to strike a balance between their desire to be more open with the public while ensuring that business confidential information does not fall into the hands of competitors. In addition to summaries of safety-related study reports for a significant number of active substances, Bayer will begin enabling non-commercial access to the respective safety-related study reports, starting with reports on imidacloprid, a systemic insecticide that belongs to a class of chemicals called the neonicotinoids. As conflicting accounts about the safety of food or technologies are making it difficult for people to separate fact from fiction, this Bayer initiative is an important step towards increased transparency, said Adrian Percy, a global head of research and development for Bayer's Crop Science Division. Percy says he wants non-commercial interested parties, from a concerned citizen to a member of the scientific community, to be able to access safety-relevant information in a way that is quick and easy to understand and based on science. Corps of Engineers nominee wants spending boost. President Trump's nominee to oversee the Army Corps of Engineers says he wants to see the administration spending more on improvements to the nation's waterways. Artie James, a Missouri cotton farmer and longtime member of the commission that plans improvements for the Mississippi River, also promised the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee he would follow the law and administration policy in enforcing the Clean Water Act. James, who was nominated to be the Assistant Secretary of the Army for Several Works, assured Senator Tammy Duckworth of Illinois that he would push the White House to support reconstruction funding for rebuilding locks and dams on the Mississippi River. James also promised to support getting gauges installed in the Missouri River Basin to better anticipate flooding problems downriver. After flooding on the river on 2011, James said he was quite disturbed that these kinds of tools didn't even exist on the Mississippi River. Duckworth said James' background as a farmer and his extensive experience with the Corps as a member of the Mississippi River Committee made him just the right person for the Army Post. Here's today's He Said It. You're making a lot of friends here, and you're also making a lot of commitments. That Senator Tom Carper, ranking Democrat on the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee, to James. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, December 7th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Allen.